0: I was casual right there is what that was. That was
1: slow on my end. I was slacking there, but we're back on a Monday. Michael and Jack are here to shed some light. Episode 35. What a weekend. How you doing today, Jack?
0: Doing fan-freaking-tastic, baby. Yeah.
1: How about that? <laughs> not bad. Not bad.
0: bet you didn't expect that one coming. I, uh,
1: yeah. Not how I was expecting to start this Monday, but I'll take it nonetheless. Um, I will tell you what first real quick. This um, was the most like relaxed weekend that I've had in a long time, so I'm feeling refreshed.
0: I feel like it's because neither of our teams played, besides yeah. the Bears, like in college football.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was just a lot of uh, laying around, not a lot of doing things. So a,
0: a top five winter activity, if you will.
1: That was I did my number two favorite winter activity this weekend: cool. of nothing. Nothing doing, nothing. <laughs> so makes for a pretty good weekend now I agree real quick before we get into our Monday morning sports dump um, as Jack's brought it up in the past the Fox fact just stating something very obvious that Fox decides to put put that push notification on your phone every so often um, we're coming to you now with Jack's facts where Jack is going to say something that is a fact to start off the show
0: so, like Michael said, this is just, you know, I, I got two Fox facts in the last couple of days that were legitimately just, they just plugged in different names, and, but it was the exact same thing. So, like one of them was ACC heavyweight Florida State host Indiana of Big Ten. And then I got another one, Indiana of Big Ten host North Alabama of Atlantic Sun. It's just a plug and play with names right there. <laughs> There's nobody that's ever mailed it in more than the guy doing the Fox fact. So, We are starting the Jack's Fact. And my fact, the first annual, is that the Shed Some Light boys record this podcast the day before it is published. Wow. And that's Jack's Fact for you right there.
1: You're letting them in on an industry secret.
0: That's how you do it. That's (laughs) Someone pay me a lot of money.
1: Yeah, you're coming for the Fox Facts job.
0: I'm coming. That's my dream job.
1: (laughs) Well, you're off to a great start. Let me tell you that. Boom. (laughs) So now that we got Jack's fact established, we're getting into our sports dump. As Jack mentioned earlier, too, um, pretty relaxing weekend for us in the sense that Notre Dame and IU did not play any football. We just had the Bears. So with that being said, we're actually going to talk some college football, not Indiana or Notre Dame. We're talking Florida and LSU.
0: Imagine, imagine losing your chance in a college football playoff because you threw somebody's shoe. Legitimately what happened with Florida. They yep. blew college football pl- playoff chance because somebody on their team threw an LSU player's shoe. That is insane.
1: That game was also way closer than what it should have been. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, there was no reason. LSU had no business being in that game.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not even bowl eligible, so <laughs> the fuck are they doing?
1: They were that—that uh, that was their bowl right there. They were like, we might yeah. as well go out on top.
0: Yeah, we might as well take down Florida while we're doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so, but I mean, first of all, I'm gonna be honest. Great throw. I'm pretty sure that went like 25 <laughs> yards or something like that. So,
1: quarterback tryout it. right there.
0: The the ref even said it too. He said unsportsmanlike conduct on Florida. I think number three. For throwing the LSU player's shoe twenty yards was his exact quote. <laughs> so make it the script. Make sure nobody nobody's messing around with you know what happened. Everybody knows exactly the the yardage and everything that it went down to.
1: Um, a throwback to previous episodes where we talk about refs pointing. Did you see his point on that call?
0: I actually didn't see the point. Was it a pinky tuck? I don't
1: know. That's what I was I was going to ask you if you knew what what his hand formation was.
0: No, I, I didn't see it. I didn't. I. I if it was a pinky tuck, that's like an all time call. <laughs> we're just like to... <laughs> announce it the with the distance and pinky tuck. That's like he's basically just shoving it right down Florida's throat. We're
1: we're gonna have to go back and study the film on that one. I will say that the the ref in the Bears game today was just consistent. No way. Did he? Pinky no tuck?
0: way. I think it's a pinky tuck. Oh, I think it's a pinky tuck. It's like a it's like a skycam view of it, but I I think it's. It's a hundred percent a pinky tuck. Let's go. That's a top that's a top five uh, ref call of all time right there.
1: Can we put that out on Twitter?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll take a screenshot of it and there we we'll, go. We'll put it out there.
1: Yeah. Um what hell I, of a move. Oh yeah, that's big time. Big time. What I was saying about the ref from the Bears game, did you see him today? He was just Mr. Consistency. The exact same point every single time. Horizontal hand out to the side. Just bang. Here, here.
0: I feel like that's the most, like, consistent bang or like a full, full hand.
1: Yeah, he was horizontal hand straight out to the side every single call. He got his Dang, respect. In. Yeah, respect. Got to do what you got to do. Mister consistency. Love it. So, uh, yeah, the LSU win over Florida. Jumping back to that real quick. Definitely, I think helps Notre Dame's playoff chances.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, because it. Is it –
0: It's it's basically impossible for two SEC teams to make it in unless Ohio State shits the bed. Yeah. Because it'll be – the only two teams that could make it in from the SEC would be Alabama and Texas A&M, and Texas A&M doesn't play. Right. So Alabama's not – probably not going to – they're not going to lose to Florida.
1: Here's – all right. I know that we said we weren't going to talk Notre Dame. Um, Have you seen the line for the ACC championship?
0: Seven and a half?
1: No, it's climbing. It's up to ten and a half the last time I checked.
0: How? I don't understand it.
1: I couldn't tell you. Why? Yesterday. um, So Saturday, it was up to nine. Uh, Sunday morning, it was up to ten. Sunday afternoon, it was up to ten and a half.
0: Makes no sense.
1: There is no way that Trevor Lawrence coming back and the game being at a neutral site is a basically two touchdown swing? Yeah. No way.
0: No shot. No shot. All
1: right. Sorry, that's all we're did touching you
0: see, on. Uh, did you see there were rumors of, uh, and I, I thought about this for a little bit, and I had mixed emotions at the beginning, but now I think I'm in on it. There were rumors of the ACC canceling the ACC championship game so that both teams come in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ah. They said, "They said,
0: Big Ten, you want to fuck around real quick? We'll dunk on you one more time, and we'll just put both teams in automatically." I mean, who are you going to put above them? Yeah, tell me, who are you going to do? Who? You're not going to put two teams above them. There's no shot.
1: That would be hilarious.
0: It's it's the ultimate one up in the pettiness factor.
1: Yeah, and the, I love the initial reaction is like, no way, we can't do that. But when you spin it into the Big Ten, just dunking on the Big Ten like that. I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. I swear to God, I guarantee you the ACC people were like, well, the Big Ten basically just cakewalked and just handed the Big Ten title to Ohio State because they know it's their only chance. What if we just put both of our teams in automatically?
1: Just agree to be co-champions.
0: Oh, no, we'll take the championship. We beat them in the regular season. So we'll be seeing you. Hey,
1: I mean, we could do that too.
0: We'll take the ACC title. We'll (laughs) take no game. I'll take shoving it to the Bay 10, putting two ACC teams in there. I'll take every part of it. Hey,
1: there you go. I'm good with that.
0: Love it. <laughs> I love the idea. I slept on it a little bit, and I love the idea.
1: Yeah. Like I said, initial reaction, negative. Think about it for a little, positive. Love it. Bang. All right. Um, do we want to stick on college and go a little bit of college basketball? Do we want to stay on football and talk Bears?
0: Let's stay on football.
1: All right. Bears, get the dub, the big dub.
0: I'm going to be honest with you, this was a an another one that is a very mixed emotions type of game. Yep, because I'm happy to see them win. But like the best you can go is 9 and 7 and you're going to just get a mediocre first round pick.
1: Um I that team looked like a completely different Bears team than what we've seen pretty much since like Maybe week one.
0: Well, I agree. But all I want to say is imagine thinking Nick Foles is better than Mitchell Trubisky. Three tutties, 24 for 33, 267 yards. You're fucking right. That's what I'm talking about, (laughs) Mitch. Let's go, baby. I love it. It took us 12 weeks to realize Let's do some play action short passes. And guess what? They fucking worked. It took us 12 weeks to figure that out. Like, hey, our offensive line isn't that good. Mitch can't really throw the deep ball very accurately. Let's do something where Mitch is scrambling and throwing short passes. And it works.
1: Now, I I, um, didn't have the audio on. I didn't catch a lot of the audio for the game, but I know that the storyline going in was going to be your typical how many times were they going to say that uh the Bears could have the Bears drafted Trubisky over Watson. Uh and
0: Mitch and Mitch double-birded the people yeah. in the stands. Is what basically he, <laughs> he did. He he, took, he said, "What's up, baby? I'm here and I'm better."
1: I was going to say he took care of that narrative right Let's away. go,
0: Mitch, baby." That was, love it. Yeah. And also, it's just fun to be able to run the ball David Montgomery, eleven carries, 113 yards, career high, one touchdown. It's fun to be able to run the ball. It's just fun. Yeah. It starts off the game, 80 yard touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. Our O line finally looks like they're like actually communicating with each other, actually talking to each other. They look they look better than they have. They still don't look amazing, but they look significantly better than what they were in the past, like probably three four weeks.
1: Yeah. And in typical Bears fashion, we're on a roller coaster. We've been, we, we hit that dip right there. We're coming back up. So, you know, that just means eventually.
0: Maybe we just fly <laughs> off the top. I don't know.
1: Eventually, we're going to come back down unless we take it right off the tracks and just head just into orbit. Going.
0: The, de- <laughs> the defense finally looked kind of like they knew what they were doing. A couple takeaways, a couple fumbles. I gotta, I gotta show you uh, the video. I don't, you, you probably didn't see it, but when we got the fumble off the punt that we had, there, there, I think it was our long snapper number forty-eight, all-time celebration. Dude, <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was such an old-school celebration where he's just like fist pumping in the air by himself, and it's just like I was, I it took <laughs> yeah. me back to like the good old days of celebrations where people would just run with their hands in the air, like it was. It was maybe one of the f- hardest I've laughed watching a, like a Bears game in a while. It was so funny. We'll, I, we'll, we'll retweet it on the Shed Some Light account. It is comedy.
1: Shed Some Light like, Twitter, uh, as you're listening to this, is about to be fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Bears got the dub. Sticking in the NFL real quick, I just want to say uh, Zeke Elliott is a complete bum.
0: Okay, sure. Just wanted yeah. to get
1: that out there. Should going back to, that one out there? Going going back to our Ohio State takes earlier as an Ohio State grad. Um, he was unfortunately my first fantasy pick this year, and he is just trash
0: bags. Well, I think the Cowboys are just trash bags in general.
1: He as a as a number one draft pick, you're expecting a lot of production, right? Uh, he didn't even get me seven points today. And he's he's oh. just he's just a fumbler. He's been fumbling, mumbling, and bumbling this whole season. Well, fumble Ruski, if you will. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Don't like Ohio State. Just toss it out there. Don't like Zeke. <laughs> Moving on. You, Zeke. <laughs> let's talk a little bit of college basketball, real quick. Uh, Notre Dame and IU have uh, had a couple games since we last recorded, or since we last Indeed. talked about them. Uh, let's Indeed. go IU first.
0: IU basketball, big win over uh, North Alabama, big thirty-five point dub. Crazy what happens when we can actually shoot the ball. Crazy yep. what happens. We are a very good defensive team, and it is all going to come down to the way that we shoot the ball. And today, we shot the ball very well. That's it. That's the whole storyline to it. Armand with 19, Trace with 15, Trey Galloway, Christian Lander, two freshmen, both with 11 and 10. They When they shoot the ball, we're like we're fine. It's just like there are times where – we just can't make a three to save our lives. And so I don't, I don't get how that's like how we're so inconsistent. Uh, and even today we really didn't shoot like particularly like fantastic from three. We we shot 13 for 33, but like normally like in a normal game, we'd shoot like five for 33. <laughs> and it's like, they, they don't really have like, like I said, my one knock on Archie Miller is that he doesn't have an offensive set that he runs. And they just kind of run like, like pick up basketball almost mm-hmm. where like, Hey, like, let's just throw five people out there and let them do their thing. And we'll see like, what can happen. Um, but if they can knock down like open shots, they're fine. But then there's the the conflict of when they don't knock down open shots and when they don't have an offensive plan,
1: we're screwed. Yeah. What the heck are they supposed to do then?
0: So it's one of those things where like, you, you you're playing with fire. And today it didn't burn us, but I guarantee you very soon it will burn us. So just Archie Miller, please just come up with some fucking type of offense. Yeah. For the love of God.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: We're great defensively. I know this game was against North Alabama, but like we're great defensively. And I think we can hang in there with anybody like, like defensive wise. It's just, can we score? It's going to be like the question of this team.
1: Right. Well, and that's what we talked about in the past too. You guys got the athletes. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's just putting that together into a whatever type of offense that they want to run.
0: The no offense, the, <laughs> we're just gonna throw you out there and right hope that something happens. Right. So it's I just I don't get how no one on the on the staff has like said anything like yeah. Hey, man, you know we should probably you know run an offensive set.
1: It'd be nice.
0: It's it's literally like they'll run like a, a four out one in. And just pass the ball around the three point line and see who can take somebody one on one. And if they can't, it's like, oh, let's just chuck up a shot at the end of the shot clock. <laughs> and, uh, just throw shit at the wall, hope it sticks. And it's just like, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And it, I'm telling you, it's going to come back to bite us in the ass.
1: But you survived another game, got another win in the records there. So
0: we don't play for another like a week. Really? We don't play till Saturday the 19th. Like Butler. Okay. Okay. Well, eleven thirty AM, right there. Wake up with it.
1: An eleven thirty tip.
0: Oh, eleven thirty tip, baby. Wake up, get some IU in your life. IU football actually plays Friday now. Did you see that? Ooh. We play. We have rescheduled our game with Purdue, and we play Friday.
1: Ah, oh, I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna have to watch it on my phone.
0: So let's let's go on 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 a, on a nice little winning note. Hey, Tom Allen. Boom. Our our D coordinator is leaving, which sucks. But,
1: uh, for where?
0: Uh, South Alabama.
1: Oh, I like that guy. He was always going to like you. Yeah.
0: Yep. I I'm I'm almost positive it's his alma mater. I uh, think.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Um, but are, are is, IU is. Going, is IU you going is are you going to a bowl this year? Are they going to accept a bid? Yeah. So then. But well, you said go out on, on top against Purdue. I was like, are they not playing? regular anymore? season. Yeah, all right, all right. That's what I was – just, just I making to, sure. I don't want to end
0: the regular season with a loss.
1: Yeah, okay. Just making sure. Uh, IU is up to number seven in the AP poll. You see that?
0: Yeah, we'll still probably – we'll probably drop a spot in the fucking playoff poll, though.
1: Yeah, I don't understand.
0: Florida that. Florida will probably take our spot in the AP – or in the, <laughs> in the playoff poll. Dumb. Just no respect.
1: No, none. None. AP is giving you the respect, though.
0: AP, AP loves us. Yeah. Well, they had the stat on the other day. It was, it was yesterday during the day. We were 12th in the college football playoff poll and had the fifth best odds to make the college football playoff. Tell what? me how that works. Tell <laughs> me how that works. <laughs> at, at the start of the day yesterday, we had the fifth best odds to make the college football playoff, and we were 12th. Please tell me how that is a thing. Yeah.
1: I don't know. No respect, as we've been saying whoever, this whole time.
0: Whoever makes – whoever runs the the playoff poll are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Just a bunch of idiots. Makes no sense. They, they they say they base it off one thing and then go around and turn around and just do whatever the fuck they want and have no relation to that criteria that they put out there, and it pisses me off. Yep. IU, has, IU has the fourth highest strength of schedule how are we we've lost by we lost by seven points to the third best team in the nation how the fuck are we 12 it makes no sense
1: yeah I don't get that at all
0: Iowa State's up there they suck Georgia's up there they suck fuck them all
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's one way to look at it
0: you know what the college the college football playoff committee is going on my shit list (laughs) Fuck you guys! Boom, added to the list. College, college football playoff committee. I
1: feel like once every couple months we just have to revisit that and and give the listeners an update on everyone on the list.
0: Eventually, I mean, it might take me a whole thirty minutes to read off the list.
1: Hey, yeah, then hey, we can publish it in a book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It'll just the title will just be Jack's Shit List, and the whole book will just be it's a continual list. Yep, hundred pages long. I don't even give you a reason why they're on. It's just they. it's just who it is. Yep.
1: Yep. All right, let's touch real quick Notre Dame basketball played on Saturday against Kentucky. As you were talking about IU being inconsistent, that was a game of inconsistency. Um, uh,
0: like Mike Bray looked like Archie Miller in the second half. He was just like, Let's just keep doing what we're doing and it wasn't working, and he was just like, Yeah, I'll just keep doing it. Notre
1: Dame Notre Dame Whoa. scored sixteen points in the second half.
0: Sixteen. And guess what?
1: We still fucking won. Yeah. Just barely. Just barely. Notre Dame wins 64-63. They were up forty-eight to twenty-six at halftime. Yep. Not good. No. Not a
0: good second half.
1: Not a good second half. We just fell asleep at halftime. Um,
0: well, well, Coach Cal gave the blueprint on how to beat Notre Dame. No not that like a lot of people are, you know, like searching for that <laughs> blueprint, though. But, like, it's literally just stop, prentice up.
1: Yeah, Prentice That's had what Prentice had what? Nineteen, 18. I think. 18, Eighteen for Prentice. Nate Lashevsky with twenty one. Twenty one. It's big time. Literally Well, you
0: also you also knew in the first half that we were gonna slow down because we made everything in the first half.
1: Yeah, the the unfortunate part about that is no other players in double digits. Yeah. There's just n- no other contribution. Dane Goodwin had
0: nine. Dane that was a Dane good win. That no, was a Dane
1: good win. Uh, Notre Dame plays a little bit more frequently than IU does. Uh, Wednesday night against Duke. Big matchup.
0: Okay, well, speaking of Duke, do you think Coach Cal joins in Coach K and just be like, yeah, fuck it, let's cancel the season because our team suck? Yeah. What I, I That's another one. I got to tip my hat to that. Normally it's like the fake the injury, but – Coach K is just like, Duke.
1: no, we're not that shout good, to so Coach coach just being
0: cancel the whole season (laughs) Fuck everything my team sucks let's just cancel it did you see the two the two like uh the two different headlines that somebody tweeted out about coach k i don't think so so it was there's one from like a couple months ago and the headline was a quote from coach k saying the ncaa won't be able to survive without another uh without another tournament so basically being like hey we gotta play we gotta have this tournament yeah said that a couple months ago. The reason one was like, cancel the season. Uh, like, we can't be playing in times like this. Literally because your team sucks.
1: Yeah, he's only not playing because he doesn't want the losses on his record.
0: Yeah. He, he literally was like, ah, oh, fuck, my team kind of sucks this year. I'm out. I got to <laughs> do something. Let's just start blaming the NCAA for making us play under these, you know, trying times, even though he was the one advocating for it like a month or two ago.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I, like I said, I got to kind of respect the move. <laughs>
1: It's a hell of a move. Hey, anything anything goes wrong at work, you're just like, hey, sorry, COVID.
0: I I yeah, like we said, it was one of the best things about the pandemic. It's a built in excuse. So shout out to Coach K, probably a listener, and he was like, <laughs> you know what? They're right. They're 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 a hundred percent right. I can use this as, as an excuse, and I can get out of the season without having to you know suck. So, I respect it. I respect the move. Yeah. As a fellow uh, avid excuse person. User. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, hand up, Coach K. I don't disagree. Yeah,
1: you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Any other sports you want to touch on on this Monday?
0: Uh, I don't think so. That's it.
1: All right. We're going to grab some Miller Lite refills. Before we take a break, uh, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to some frequent listeners down in the – Indianapolis Carmel area. Shout out to you guys. I was uh pretty impressed that you're still listening, so thanks for that. With that being said, we're gonna take a break. We'll catch you on the other side with our Monday light fights.
0: That was aggressive. I wanted to just make a statement
1: with <laughs> you, that one. You even had a facial expression with it. it was just yeah, dude, hey, that was a.
0: Uh, I I like punched like with the can I just eat.
1: An aggressive crack to start singing two here on Shed Some Light, but hey, it's all right. We need that energy on a Monday.
0: <laughs> I probably just scared the fuck out of like 10 people that are listening to this. At I, was, least.
1: I was waiting. I was like, what is he about to do?
0: <laughs> I just want to, you know, switch things up a bit. Sorry for anybody that's listening with headphones right now. <laughs> are listening in a place where it can't be that loud. I apologize.
1: Hey, that's all right. All right. Let's get into segment 2 light fights. Jack, I'm I'm giving this one to you.
0: Light fights, baby. We're starting it off. This is one I got a stipulation for. Okay. okay? So, it's a little like a little extra bonus. First light fight we got, we got Bugs Bunny versus the Tricks Bunny. The Tricks Rabbit from, you know, Tricks are for kids. So, the stipulation is Bugs Bunny gets Michael's secret stuff, but the tricks are for kids. Rabbit gets to actually eat tricks for one time if he wins, so a little extra motivation.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I know. Where
0: I think that changes things. I think that really does change things.
1: Um, I don't know. I have a, I have a clear cut winner.
0: Ooh, see, I think this is, this is, I think this is pretty even.
1: It's it's definitely close, but your stipulation, um, I think, made my winner more clear.
0: Okay, then who are you going? Bugs Bunny. Oh, see, no, this I think, I think the Tricks Rabbit wins this one.
1: No, okay, because
0: he's been chasing these tricks for so long, dude, and like, he'll do he'll do anything to get his hands on some tricks.
1: Right, you're not wrong there.
0: And realistically, Michael's secret stuff is just water
1: but they don't know Spoiler that alert.
0: they don't Spoiler know that alert.
1: and michael's secret stuff helped them beat the monstars if they can beat the monstars he can beat up another rabbit
0: yeah but wasn't it just wasn't it just michael jordan who won that it wasn't like they were scored a bunch of points
1: but they were they were facilitating
0: yeah but this is this isn't a basketball game brother this is a fight <laughs> this is a fight to the death
1: i know but i'm saying the
0: trick the trick's rabbit already's got eyes going every which way and, like, you throw in that, like, hey, man, we'll legitimately give you some tricks if you win this. Like, he's stopping at nothing to get see, that tricks.
1: Okay, see, I think your stipulation helped me out because at first I was leaning towards the Tricks rabbit because he just has kind of that crazed look in his eye where Bugs Bunny is like a civilized rabbit. But when you give Bugs Bunny Michael's secret stuff, like I said, if it's good enough to beat the Monstars, it's good enough to beat the Trix rabbit. That's my that's my thought process there.
0: Okay, but the thing is, when did the real question is when did the trix rabbit like uh be get invented?
1: <laughs> Are you looking for ages on these people?
0: No, no, no. Okay. Oh yeah, no, listen, this is no, this is why. So uh he the trix rabbit was invented in 1959. He's been chasing tricks for 60 years. <laughs> And then and now we're giving him like an out. Now we're giving him like a hey, if you just beat this other bunny, like you can get the tricks. Dude, he will he will stop.
1: So you're you're picking nothing. you're, You're picking a bowl of cereal over the greatest basketball player to ever live.
0: Dude, it's not the bowl of cereal that I'm picking. I'm picking the desire to eat that cereal.
1: Right. And if Bugs has Michael Jordan in his corner, giving him Michael's secret stuff.
0: No, he doesn't have Michael Jordan in his corner. He just has water. But he's got michael's secret stuff he's got like that's what it says on his water bottle
1: right and he, he doesn't, doesn't actually get
0: michael jordan in the corner
1: he doesn't know any better he thinks it's actually michael's secret stuff
0: yeah but wasn't he the one that made michael's secret stuff he knows it's water
1: was did was he the one that made it or did michael yeah, Jordan? he writes
0: make it? it on the thing and then he gives it to michael jordan he's like hey let's give this around
1: i'm still going bugs bunny
0: no dude i think the tricks rabbit kills him nah <laughs> 60, dude, it's sixty years of pent up anger that he's got locked and loaded. If... Also, Bugs Bunny's only three <laughs> three.
1: No way the Trix Rabbit is taller than him.
0: I don't know. It doesn't matter. Apparently, he's four foot with ears. Okay, so, and his ears—his
1: ears have got nine-inch
0: be... ears. Yeah, I can see that. But the Trish Rabbit's also got some some mean ears. I'm taking Bugs. I still got the Trish rabbit, dude. He's crazy. He's got the eyes.
1: <laughs> let us know. Let us know of a who killer. you have. Let us know who you have. That's our first uh, split decision right there.
0: I like it. I liked it. I like it. All right. All right. Number two. This is a big one. We got Shrek versus Sully from Monsters, Inc. So yeah. this is the one that I just looked up. Can I give you height and weight for both of them? Yeah. All right. I, let right. right. Let's see if you can come close. Shrek, what are you? What are you guessing?
1: Um, I'm going like seven feet. Am I close? H- wait, like uh, seven feet. I'm going three ten.
0: Kind of close. Shrek, six, nine, 355. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, okay, now we're gonna go with Sully. What do you got?
1: All right, Sully. I'm going like seven five, maybe eight foot, and like uh, mm, I'm going. He's he's he he reminds me of like Khalil Mack. Like he's big, but he's also kind of got the the definition. He's kind of got a gut. Yeah, he's like a he's like a just a good defensive lineman.
0: Seven six.
1: Okay, I was close on the height. Hold on. Five hold on.
0: bills. <laughs> Bills, I <laughs> mean seven six five hundred. Bro, I love I love me some Shrek, but Sully's got this one. Dude. Oh
1: my god, five hundred pounds! Sully's Got
0: some horns, bro.
1: And Sully, Sully, you see how Sully moves? He doesn't move dude, like a five hundred pounder. He's
0: quick with it, dude. You put Sully in the NFL, he's winning the thirty-two man battle Wow. with ease.
1: Five hundred pounds? No way, Sully loses. That is a that is a knockout in the first round, right there.
0: I do want to give Shrek some props though because he's living in the swamp. He's had it hard his whole life, you know. Even though that's where he likes to be. I I think I'm still going with I think I'm still going with Sully.
1: If you see Sully's nimbleness and the way he moves at five hundred pounds.
0: Seven, six, five bills, dude. That's I mean, that's something you just don't see every day. It's a freaking nature. It's a freaking nature.
1: Man, Sully's Sully's NFL combine would have been off the charts.
0: Dude. He'd be he'd be the top D end in the league in, in his rookie season.
1: Uh, the 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 old Jadavian Clowney hit on the Michigan running back would be Sully that's anytime Sully. he lines up against someone.
0: That's Sully on the center that he's lining up against. <laughs> against the left tackle, that's that's the hit he pulls on him.
1: Seven six. Sully wraps up the center with his left arm. Tackles the quarterback with his right.
0: He just picks him up. <laughs> he just picks up the guy. He bicep curls the left tackle.
1: Gosh. Yeah, Sully takes that Sully. easy.
0: I was, I was, I was blown away when I saw seven, six, five bills. I'm not even gonna lie. I was,
1: I was ready to give him like a lean two ninety five.
0: Nah, five bills, bro. That's that's something you just don't see every day.
1: Yeah, that's tough. Dang. I
0: think, I think, we, I think we're both going Sully there.
1: Yeah, Sully in a first round
0: knockout. All right, number three, we got Aslan the Lion from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Versus Scar from the Lion King. Now this one, I had to do some like serious thinking. Because Scar's, he's a mean motherfucker. He, he'll, he's devious. But Aslan gets killed and then comes back from the dead. So he, Scar's really got to beat him twice if you're really looking <laughs> at it like that. Scar's actually got to beat him twice.
1: Do we have any uh, height and weight stats on either of these two folks?
0: Aslan the lion
1: because height and weight scar scar like you were saying he's got a checkered past he's got a cold heart, and
0: he's got a scar,
1: yeah, so but All i right. have I haven't seen Lion the Witch in the wardrobe in a very 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 long time, so
0: he the aslan is five feet five feet tall I'm guessing if he stands on his hind legs that's, uh that's, I don't know
1: that's not that tall.
0: Not as big as I thought it would.
1: I thought Lions were huge.
0: Uh, I don't know if he has a weight. I'm not seeing a weight. Mm. Check out Scar real quick. See what he's got. Yeah,
1: that's tough. Scar doesn't have a heart.
0: Scar's six foot. A little bit taller. No weight. Uh, There's no way Aslan is only five feet. Dude, I'm I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Narnia.fandom.com. <laughs> height five feet. That's that's definitely a disadvantage right there. So, what's the average height of a lion?
1: I'm going like seven feet. Three foot nine. What? Of a lion?
0: Yeah. I don't know. A- adult at shoulder? Three, three,
1: nine. Oh, oh, they're saying, they're saying if he's standing on all fours. Oh, his height. I mean. His height off the ground is three, nine. That's what that means.
0: Okay, sure. But there's no way then, then there's, there's no way that Scar is six feet off the ground because that'd be the most intimidating animal of all time. If he's standing on all fours and six feet tall, that means standing on his hind legs, he's like 12.
1: No, I think, I think Scar's six foot is standing on his hind legs.
0: Yeah, then I, I think five foot is is doable. Dude, I'm going This I know Scar I know Scar is is got a little bit of a checkered past, but you gotta kill him twice. You literally gotta kill him twice.
1: And yeah, this one saves
0: he saves the whole family. He's a very, you know he's like he's like a combination of like like Simba and uh Mufasa or the dad, whatever the dad's name is. I forget the dad's name. Yeah, Mufasa, right? Okay, that's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. I kind of blanked for a second. He's like a combination of both.
1: Yeah. And Simba
0: takes him down, so I'm going if you get the combo of both. Aslan the Lion, baby. I'll
1: I'll, I'll go Aslan with you. I'm I'm saying that one goes multiple, multiple rounds, though. Oh, yeah. They're both coming out of there real bloody, just like – and then it just comes down to who has the most heart. And Scar doesn't have a heart, so I'm taking Aslan.
0: Yep, Aslan the Lion, baby. Boom. All right next one we got the battle of the Notre Dame haters we got Paul Feinbaum versus Colin coward
1: when I saw this on the list for today's show I just started dying hey
0: it's it's a it's something to think about right here and I I have an answer that I don't know if you will agree with so I would like to hear your uh your take on this first
1: okay um so if you think that we're about to disagree then I'm have a feeling which way you're going to lean and I just want to hear your argument because I think Colin Coward knocks him out pretty easily
0: okay no I'm going I'm going Paul Feinbaum on this and I'll tell you why yeah
1: I want to hear why
0: Colin Cowherd I feel like is a, a big time like just sit behind the desk type of guy he's a he's a talk to talk not walk to walk kind of guy and I don't really think Paul Feinbaum is either but I think I've watched enough like criminal minds and murder shows <laughs> know that like paul feinbaum's the type of guy where he he snaps like and when he snaps he goes off and he just like m- like just stabs him in the neck he brings like a shank to the fight and he just right there right <sighs> in the neck
1: i don't know dude i mean do you know the age difference in him because i want to
0: say uh um Paul Feibom's like 63, maybe 62, and Colin Cowherd is 56.
1: I was gonna say I feel like Cowherd's just a little bit younger, which is why I was giving him the advantage. He's also got a full head of hair. That was another swaying factor in my decision.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I don't think that decides anything. Ah, I mean but he also does not have a full head of hair. He has a very much receding hairline.
1: Colin Cowherd? Yeah. Oh, then I'm looking at an old picture because look at this thing. Can you see it? Boom. That's what Dude, I'm looking
0: yet. at. Dude, yeah. How? What are you talking about? Do you not see the receding hairline right there?
1: Do you see the, that?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he has a full. I'm not saying Paul Feinram has a full head of hair, but Colin Cowherd just never does. Definitely not have a full head of hair.
1: Hey, I'm saying com- comparatively, he's got the he's got the he's salad got more apart. hair,
0: sure, but he doesn't have a full head of hair, and he all he a thousand percent also got hair implants, and that's a man. Who uh just is too self conscious about himself? Paul Feinbaum said, "Fuck it, let me get the <laughs> uh, let me get the ball around the side." Mm. Paul uh, Feinbaum doesn't give two fucks. I mean, Kyle gives two fucks.
1: I, I I don't like either of them, obviously because they hate Notre Dame. But I'm I'm strictly going on age with this one. I think Cowherd's got a little. He's a little bit more spry. Got a little bit more reach to him. A little more energy. That's why I'm taking Cowherd. but this is I, also. I think
0: I don't. I think you're putting too much stock in the age thing.
1: This is also one that I feel like would be like uh, comparable to Aslan and Scar, where it's going to take them a couple rounds to to really duke this one out.
0: I think they started off by like trying to talk it out with each other. Like this is the first people that are like, "Hey, you want to just like talk it out?" And then like in the <laughs> middle of talking it out, Colin Coward says something like. You know, I don't really think the SEC is as good as it like used to be this year. And then Paul Feinbaum snaps and he's like, What'd you say about the SEC? <laughs> and then he just kills him right there.
1: <laughs> Paul just loosens his tie. He unbuttons <laughs> the top button. He says, it's Don't going down. Don't you
0: dare <laughs> ever talk about the SEC like that. <laughs> and then he kills him immediately. Paul Feinbaum with dub
1: easily. <laughs> I'm going Colin Cowherd, so let us know who you got in that one.
0: All right. Final one. We've got Peter Pan versus Kevin McAllister. This one.
1: Kevin McAllister is from Home Alone, If for anyone who doesn't know, the little kid.
0: I'm, I'm very – this one I feel like is another one that needs kind of like stipulations.
1: Yeah, I'm torn.
0: Because like if, if Kevin McAllister is allowed to like kind of, you know, set up, it's game over.
1: Can Peter Pan keep his superpowers and fly?
0: Well then, I think if I think if Peter Pan can fly, Kevin McAllister gets to like get to the ring like a little bit before and set up a bunch of booby traps. <laughs> I feel like that's it, it, it. Or you could do we can do no superpowers and no setup. But I think if Peter Pan is able to keep his superpowers, Kevin McAllister gets to set up some booby traps. All
1: right. So which way do you want to go?
0: I feel like let's go. Let's go. Keep the superpowers. Set up the booby traps. Okay.
1: Okay. <sighs> This okay, so if Peter Pan can fly, this is a tough um this is uncharted territory for Kevin McAllister. Because uh, he's
0: by the way, Peter Pan, five five, Kevin McAllister, four four. So a little bit of a height advantage for Pete. Pete
1: at five five is shocking. Pete I was, Pan. I was expecting Pete to come in at like four foot nothing.
0: But what? On on if you it wait, says – wait a second. What are you looking on at? Peter Pan's, On Peter Pan's Wikipedia, it says that he's 17 feet tall.
1: No, that's just blatantly false. Wrong.
0: <laughs> Height, 17
1: feet. So this is what I'm saying is that this is a tough matchup for Kevin McAllister because he's dealt with uh, your normal everyday average Joe criminals. He hasn't dealt with someone who has these sort of superpowers able to fly around. So does he have the the sophistication and knowledge to set up booby traps to take down someone who can fly?
0: I think he does. I think he hits like a ladder. He gets like a ladder and puts a bunch of like booby traps on the ceiling. So like when Pete flies up, he like hits a wire and then bang. Well, pow, something's coming down and just like smacking him in the face or something. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. That's my hesitation because I think I'm leaning towards Kevin McAllister.
0: Me too. Kevin McAllister was an eight-year-old boy that stopped two criminals, fully grown men. I,
1: I just, I just
0: stop Peter Pan.
1: I'm just, well, see, that's where I'm. I'm doubting his ability to stop someone with superpowers.
0: I don't think so. I think he's got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really do. That's that's literally my only hesitation.
0: The, Peter Pan's only fourteen,
1: and Kevin McAllister is what
0: eight. He's eight. But Kevin McAllister stopped, like, two people who were, like, 35, 40 years old. Right, right. So he's got that on his side.
1: Peter Pan
0: can fly.
1: He doesn't age. He's probably got a lot of wisdom.
0: Yeah, but we're going – no, we're going, like, Peter Pan, like, right as he's 14. Yeah, yeah. But it, he did. that means he doesn't have the wisdom.
1: Ah. Uh. Yeah, I'm still leaning Kevin McAllister.
0: Me too. I think he I think he comes up with some like ceiling traps and then he like almost forces Peter Pan to fly. Because I think if it gets into like a fist fight, I think Pete's got him because he did stop Captain Hook. But
1: Yeah, so now we gotta compare Captain Hook versus the home alone burglars.
0: Oh, I think Captain Hook wins that. So then do you lean more towards Next week's Pete? next week's life fight. Next week's life fight preview <laughs> Captain Hook versus the Home Alone Burglars
1: <laughs> well then then what two I'm saying on is two on one
0: handicap match
1: do you lean towards Pete because Pete took down a stronger a stronger villain
0: well let's dissect that and we'll come back to it next time I don't know if it's a stronger <laughs> villain I don't know if it is
1: alright so what's your vote on this one
0: I'm going Kevin McAllister and I'll tell you why it's kind of like the uh the uh the barstool uh answer the internet question like are you smarter than christopher columbus captain hook's an idiot because he's a pirate and i know more stuff about things and kevin McAllister knows more stuff than peter pan peter pan's gonna be like oh you know i'm just you know fighting this guy he probably doesn't have any traps on the ceiling i've never even heard of those before and kevin McAllister is gonna be like just guess what i got traps on the ceiling go ahead and fly up there and then bang he's done
1: all right i like that I like that.
0: And in term, I am smarter than Christopher Columbus, so <laughs> that's what I was getting at right
1: there. I mean, you didn't have to persuade me. I was leaning Kevin McAllister the whole way. I just wanted to hear the reasoning behind it, so I, I will approve of that victory. Kevin, a boy, Kev. Boom. So the two we had disagreements on were uh, Bugs Bunny versus Tricks. The tricks for, are for kids. Rabbit and what? Paul Fine Bombers, uh, Colin Coward.
0: Yeah, about all the Notre Dame haters.
1: So let us know who you got in those two matchups. If you have disagreeing thoughts on any of our picks too, let us know. We would like to hear them. We'll bring them up again. Anything else for light fights?
0: I think that's it. Those are the five we have for today.
1: Boom. Pictures again will be out on Shed Some Light Twitter. Like we said, that's going to be a must-see Twitter account coming up after this episode. Let's grab some... Miller Lite refills, and we'll catch you on the other side of the break for, I think, a quick little debate from a listener submission and some maybe dumb thoughts to wrap up the show.
0: wait real quick you know what i'm saying switch things <laughs> up a bit
1: i was gonna say i went slow motion there and you went slow motion so we were just like yeah. you
0: you looked at me very confused like did you see what was going on did you know we started this I, and i said yeah i know we're starting
1: i gave you the point like boom we're starting boom and then jack was just like wait for it wait for it wait for it
0: i just wanted to make people you know <laughs> guess they say oh wait has, has it started yet they checked their phone real quick to make sure that the the timestamp is still going. Yeah. I said, what yep, the it's still going. going on? Bang. Here I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're starting off segment three. This is a listener submission here. Um, it comes from Twitter and it is a, a, a little debate that they were having about the best sports days throughout the year. Now, in order to get this started, do you want me to give them the list that the person on Twitter submitted or do we just want to go into it? Like what we think are the days? Uh,
0: read, read his first, the person's on Twitter.
1: All right. So from, from uh, the submission here, their list is as follows. Number one, New Year's day in parentheses, all the college football bowls. Number two, the first day of March madness. Number three, NFL wildcard Saturday uh number four the first day of the NBA slash NHL playoffs and number five Super Bowl Sunday okay so that is what we're kind of basing this off of that premise there those that list right there Jack what are your thoughts on that list what changes would you want to make what do you agree with let me get your
0: thoughts here I don't hate the list. I'm going to come out and say that. I don't hate the list. I don't like the order either, though. The number one day of all number one days of sports is the first day of March Madness, and it's not a question. It's not a question. There's basketball on from from 12 in the morning until 12 at night. You, when you were in high school, there was always the one teacher that was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, we're not having class today. And they just throw <laughs> up the the games on the screen, you're oh, like, yeah. let's go, baby. You just get to watch a bunch of games all day. The upsets, the fun, you know, even if the teachers don't let it, you got the phone under the desk, you're watching the games. You gotta see the upsets. You just made your bracket. You're hanging on every game.
1: When uh when uh NCAA.com or whatever it is came out with the boss button so that you could switch over so it didn't yep. make it look like you were watching the games.
0: Yep. Yeah. Dude, the number one sports day of the year is always the first day of March Madness always that's the number 1 and i i don't even want to hear any argument for anything else it is that number 1
1: i so i would agree with you that first day of march madness should be number 1 i i will say though that 1b is the is new year's day with all the college football bowls
0: okay this is where i also have a disagreement because my number 2 aka my number 1b is the first college football game of the year because you're 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 pumped up and you're like hey like this is my team it doesn't matter everybody's zero and zero you you can't be like down on your luck like because if your team's not in one of those you're kind of like yeah hey, like I, i'll watch them but i don't like really care about them that much i'm not invested the first college football saturday no matter how old you are is always hype if you're if you're like before college or anything, you're like, hey, like, let's go tailgate, play some like touch football, tackle football in the yard. If you're in college, you're like, let's start drinking at 8 a.m. I don't care when our team <laughs> plays. like We're getting up early. If you're past college, you're like, let's get the tailgate going. We get the burgers grilling. We get the Miller Lights flowing. The, the first college football Saturday is like, I count down the days. I look forward to it like a holiday.
1: That That's also, especially with us being located in the Midwest, you're get you're basically guaranteed nice weather, and there's yeah. there's only less than a handful of football games that you get that nice weather for. That's really good, and I would actually put that as my number three. So I would go uh, the first day of March Madness as my number one. Number two is New Year's Day with all the college football bowls. Number three is the first day of the college football season.
0: Okay, so I just I, ours are two and three are switched because my three was the New Year's Day bowls.
1: Okay. I mean, either, either way, when college football is on from Saturdays are just the best when college football is on, you wake up at 9am, you got college game day, that song gets you hype. You got Zach Brown band in every commercial game day from nine to noon games on from noon to midnight.
0: I feel like you're kind of making the point for that to be the number two right there. The first day of college football and all that comes back.
1: Yeah, but but when you got New Year's Day with all the bowl games too, it's like real competitive matchups. True,
0: but it's also there's also the 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 looming factor of it's kind of the end of college football. I know. I uh. so I think you're kind of making the argument <laughs> for me that the first day of college football is the number two.
1: Yeah, that first I day, don't know. When you,
0: when you wake up that first Saturday morning of everybody, you know everybody's playing. You're like you wake up with a little pep in your step. You're like, ooh, I don't even need my morning coffee today. I got a nice tingling in my balls going right now about this game. <laughs> like, let's ride. We're we're playing football today.
1: I like I'm thankful that we've made it this far into the college football season, but the end of it just hurts my heart. Like, I I as much as I love summer and like looking ahead to warm weather, when there is no college football on, there's a little piece of me that's missing.
0: I agree. So I agree. But this is this is where I kind of have a, a gripe with this guy's uh, NFL wild card. I don't like doesn't really do anything for me.
1: Okay, I'm glad we have the same thought here because I think his third and fourth picks are terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. the the, the first day of the NBA and NHL playoffs, I don't really care about that either. They're they're series.
1: I couldn't even tell like sure. You when that sure that there's is. probably
0: like a lot of sports on that day, but like I'm not super invested into it. No. Uh, So yeah. NFL wild. My number four changes. So, like we said, the number R one through three are basically the same of first day of March Madness, first day of college football, and then New Year's Day bowls. My number four, MLB opening day. When you can get back into the ballpark and you get the smell of the hot dogs at the south side, you can tailgate a little bit too. So you're in the parking lot, you're doing everything, walking out and seeing the field and everything like that, and you're like, ooh, baby, like let's go. Especially now. And, you know, a lot of other people have this kind of thing, same thing where your team is actually good. And you walk in and you're like, bang, time for a good season. Here we go. Like, this is a start about it. And there's just something about that first pitch where it's like, it's all it's all coming to this. Like, let's ride for another 162 games. Let's get it.
1: All right. That's really good. Um, And see, this is where I'm torn, because... Uh, I just don't know where I have a four, five, and six that I don't know the order to put them in, and that's one of them.
0: MLB opening day, yeah. I think, I think the other thing about MLB opening day that makes it so good is that spring training I feel like is so much different than like ML or than like NFL and NBA and everything preseason. Like spring training, like you see all your prospects and you're like, oh man, like we got, we got a couple good pitchers this year. And then we got this guy over here that might be like a great right fielder or do whatever. And you're like, man, I'm, I'm pumped up about my team. And I feel like that's a little bit different than like NBA preseason, because I feel like NBA and NFL preseason, you can never really judge if anybody's like that good. yeah, But I feel like MLB, like spring training, you kind of can. So I feel like the buildup is like, you're even more hyped to see that first game of MLB than in other sports.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And and that's where I said that's where I'm torn because I have a four, five, and six, one of them being MLB opening day. The other two we'll get to as we talk about them. And I just don't know what order to put them in. My first three are definitely solidified.
0: Okay, then let me hear your five six and then we'll see.
1: Um my five six are Super Bowl Sunday, as this guy mentioned in his list, and uh the Masters. Okay. Because the Masters, when it comes on, it's, like, the first, like, you know that you've made it through the winter.
0: Agreed. But, okay, so then I have I have Super Bowl Sunday as my five along with this, guys. And I'll tell you why I think it should go, for you at least, MLB, Super Bowl Sunday as a, you can swap them for four or five, and then Masters six. And I feel, for me, the reason why the Masters is six is because, I am not I, – I like watching golf, but I'm not going to be invested in it as much as I will be invested in MLB or an NFL game. You know what I'm saying? Like e- like the Super Bowl. I'll make a big deal about the Super Bowl even if my team's not in it. Yeah. There are people that I like watching golf, and there are people that I hate watching golf. But I won't be, like, sitting on the edge of my seat being like, hey, like, everybody come over. It's Master Sunday. You know? but I'll have people over and be like, "Yo, Super Bowl Sunday. Like, let's all go watch Super Bowl together."
1: Yeah, that's true. It's it's always on. It's the my point of that argument though is that like the masters comes on when everything is basically still like gray and dull outside and it's like your first just pop of color saying, "Hey, it's spring." And everything yeah. the greens just look like they just turned the the vibrance up to like 100 and all the colors just pop and it's like you made it through winter. Congratulations.
0: Agreed. And I think, like I said, like, I think if you are a, like, golf fan, like, that holds up against anything. Yeah. But I am just not as into golf as I am into, like, MLB or NFL. Understandable. So, like, if someone was, like, super into golf and they wanted to make that argument, I would be, like, yeah, like, I get that. Like, it's the greatest event of the year. It's insane. Like, that last, like, amen corner, everything like that. Those last couple holes, they're electric. But there's also, like, I I, I guess you can kind of see this in the NFL if you get blown out. In the Super Bowl, but, like, there's a point where in the Masters, like, realistically, they could be up, like, two strokes going to the last hole and be like, there's basically no shot they lose this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where the Super Bowl, I feel like it's kind of hard to get, like, blown out in because it's legitimately the two best teams.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So... I I, I like the Masters, but in my opinion, that would go six in your list, and I think MLB opening day and Super Bowl Sunday would go four or five, and you can switch those kind of however you want.
1: Yeah. So back to this guy's uh, initial list on the submission here. The only things that we really had trouble with were NFL wildcard Sunday is just a terrible pick at number three.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand why that that was the number three pick. Yeah, that How, was... he picked. He he basically said that he would rather watch the NFL wild card than the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was wild. He uh, would rather
0: watch like four shitty teams try to get into the playoffs than the two best teams play in the championship game.
1: Yeah, NFL wild card Saturday as your number three bad pick, and then number four first day of NBA NHL playoffs, another bad pick.
0: Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get it. I think he's going with the point of there's a lot of sports on. I think with that pick, with the four pick of the first day of the NBA and NHL playoffs, I think that's what he's going with. But, I like, the NHL playoffs are so – and both the NBA playoffs, they're, they're series. So, like, if I'm going to watch a series, I'm going to watch the best series, and I'd go, like, NBA and NHL championships. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to talk about who's got the best trophy in all sports, It is by far and away the NHL.
1: The old Stanley Cup?
0: The Stanley Cup is the coolest trophy in all of sports. And it is not – there's no close number two. None.
1: I don't really have an argument against it. I don't have an argument for it either. If
0: college football would bring back the crystal ball, that could be a close number two. Yeah, But, like, dude, the Stanley Cup, it's huge. You got your name on You got like the team that wins. You got your name on it. You got everything you can drink out of the top of it. That's basically what sets it apart. Can can I drink out of it? <laughs> yes. And then it's like, let's pour some Miller lights in there and let's have a nice little celebration.
1: Bang. Then you're rolling.
0: That's why. Stay in the cup. Best best <laughs> trophy in all sports.
1: All right. We can go with that. So that is where we're going to wrap up that debate. Let us know about your top sports days of the entire year we only have about 15 ish minutes left of this episode here we're going to wrap it up with some dumb thoughts and things that jack wants to bring up as well um do you want me to knock out my dumb thought real quick and then go to yours or how do you want to do this
0: yeah we, we can do that
1: all right so just a real quick question i have to ask um i just want to get your opinion it's, it's socially acceptable to drink out of straws, right? And especially when drinks are served to you, comes with a straw, right? So sure. why, why is it looked at – like you would be looked at very strangely if you drank a beer out of a straw. Yep. Why?
0: I think uh, a straw indicates either water and or a kid's drink.
1: No, because mixed drinks are typically served with straws.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Even then, even then, I just go with – I bend the straw, and I hold it between my two fingers as I sip on the mixed drink.
1: I just – I don't know. Like, it would be – you would be looked at very oddly, like, if you just plopped a straw into your pint of beer.
0: I agree. But I I don't know. I think that – I think that for the most part, it's either water and or, like, a soda.
1: You know? know, I don't know. That's why I just wanted to bring it up. It's one of those. dumb thoughts. When you said the dumb thoughts last week were like, they always have an answer. They don't. I just want to know about these things.
0: No, they, they probably do. That probably does have an answer. It's, some psychologist somewhere has probably like researched <laughs> this or some shit. Like every dumb thought definitely has an answer. It's just that we don't know the answers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, just something to think about. I have a couple more, but I'll save them because we're running out of time here. I'll let you get to your stuff.
0: Uh, Well, my stuff's just very quick, so if you want to ask one, you can. If you have another one?
1: Oh, okay. All right. Uh, here's another one I just want to get your opinion on. Uh, I was recently told that I look like a person who doesn't know how to swim.
0: Kid, <laughs> <laughs> <Get> fuck, dude.
1: <laughs> So one what does that mean and two what do you think of when you think of a person who can't swim because I can definitely swim I took swimming lessons
0: I think it's someone that just panics a lot <laughs> Do you think I'm a panicker? I don't know yeah you could you, I mean you could <laughs> definitely pass as a panicker <laughs>
1: But I know. Well, like, how if to I swim. didn't
0: know you, if I didn't know you and then like someone like I just looked at you and someone was like, yeah, he panics a lot, I'd be like, eh, it makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay, but so you're not getting that pretext there. Say you just saw me, you you just passed me on the street. Do yeah. I look like someone who could swim? I swear to God, if you say no.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not hundred percent, I'll tell you that. Why? I don't know.
1: What what about me says, oh, that guy can't swim?
0: I don't think it's so much as like that you look like you can't swim, but you look like there's a <laughs> chance that you don't know how. So,
1: like, get out of town.
0: It's one of those things like when you're a lawyer, you don't have to prove someone's innocent. You just have to prove someone's not guilty. <laughs> you, you don't, I just like people just have to look at you and be like, listen, he might be able to swim, but I just got to prove that he, might not be able to swing so dude
1: that's terrible i was the best (laughs) i was the best uh treader of water in my swimming lessons class congrats brother so i just uh that really rattled me when i was told that and i thought that you'd have my back
0: i mean like i've never thought about it but like once you said it i was like i don't know it kind of does look like (laughs) (laughs) why it's not one of those things that like i don't agree with what i don't agree with it But I also don't disagree, (laughs) if that makes sense.
1: That's terrible. That is terrible. Dude, we spend summers at the lake. The amount of times that I've been in the water, I can clearly swim.
0: Yeah, no, that's a 1,000%. But like you said, we're going off basically just passing you by on the street. I –
1: that hurts, man. I I don't know what I would think of when I – like if you were to just picture someone who can't swim, what they look like. But it's not me.
0: I'm just picturing you, like, flailing your arms in water, and it looks it looks like it kind of looks accurate. Rude. The thing is, like, if someone said that about me, I could be like, eh, I don't know, I kind of see it, sure.
1: I don't. I would just—I just assume that most people know how to swim.
0: I, I agree, but, like, I think I have—I was going to say such low self-esteem, which isn't wrong— But like, if someone told me just about anything, I I'd probably like agree with them. Uh, Even about me, if they were like, "You look like a guy who like couldn't throw a football," I'd be like, "Well, I don't know. I can kind of see that."
1: That's another one. Like, I assume that most males above the age of thirteen can throw a football. I'm giving everyone the benefit of the doubt.
0: Agreed. But then, if you start thinking about it, if you really start breaking it down. Just like you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, give them the opposite of the benefit of the doubt. Well, that's and not be me. like start. Yeah, but just like start, start thinking about it. Just being like, hey, look at that guy right there. He probably can't throw a football, and then you start thinking about like him looking stupid trying to throw a football, and it may, like a lot of times it will it will make sense. It's literally what I did with you. When, so when you say, when you put that thought in my brain of you not being able to swim, I started to think of you kind of like flailing your arms around in the water. And it like, it kind of makes a lot of sense. It plays. I'm not saying that it's true, but it plays.
1: Well, I don't appreciate that thought and I can swim putting that on the record.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can swim. All right.
1: Okay. Now over to you. What do you got to wrap this show up?
0: Okay. So this is going back to a very early episode where it is things I want to start slash bring back. Okay. And so we talked about uh, bringing back the word bitching, using the word bitching, and then we talked about saying clams instead of dollars for however much it costs. Boom. So I have three things that I would like to bring back. And I think I've kind of mentioned at least, I think all of them actually to you at one point. Okay. So the first one that I would like to bring back, I want to start calling places joints. (laughs) But this is another one like bitching where like you have to use it in the correct context. You can't say uh, a place is a joint like like a bar. You can't call a bar a joint. It has to be like a mom and pop shop that serves like a variation of one food, but they're very good at it. Like let's go to this burger joint or let's go to this taco joint. It's a very slim selection of when you can use it, but I feel like I want to bring that back.
1: So I agree with you on that, but I also think that certain bars can be called joints.
0: But, like, how would you describe it then? Like, a burger joint sounds good. What are you going to call it? A sports joint?
1: Yeah, like a, nah. non, a non-chain bar.
0: Nah, I think you just got to call it, I, I think all bars are bars and no bar can be a joint. Unless you just describe it as a joint. Like, I got a cool joint to go to. That I'm in. Yeah. But then, like, like, you don't know what you're in for.
1: But you can't say, I got a cool joint to go to if you're going to a chain bar. Like, you can't call, like, a Brothers or a Dave & Buster's a joint. Yeah,
0: sure. But the thing is with that is you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Normally you would have like a, a burger joint like yeah we're going to get burgers so if you just say i got a cool like joint to go to you're like we could be going to like any place no cuz
1: right cuz you have to use it in the context of like hey where do you want to go to watch the games today oh i got a cool joint to go to
0: okay i'll i'll, I'll i'm okay with that i like mm. that that's that's what okay. i'm talking about bring it back bring it back using the word joint as a place <laughs> to go as okay. like a place to you know have fun in the right Again. context yeah uh also i would like to bring back I think bring back, because I feel like this is like a long time ago when this was a thing, I want to bring back saying jazzed up. I'm really (laughs) jazzed up to do something today, you know?
1: (laughs) So I I actually told this to Sierra today because we were out for a walk, and I passed a car whose license plate was J-A-Z-Z-Z-Z-D. And I was like, that person already knows.
0: That guy's jazzed up. He's jazzed up. He was jazzed (laughs) up to get that license plate. I want to bring back just saying jazzed up instead of like, I almost said it earlier in the episode, like whoever wants to go back. I said, pumped up. I'm pumped up to do this. Something. I think it was for the first day of college football. And I had, I was going to say jazzed up and I caught myself because I wanted to bring it up right here. But I would like to say, I will be jazzed up for the first day of college football.
1: See, and I think that's a term too, that almost comes out as like you have to yell it when you say it like I am jazzed up for college football. (laughs)
0: oh i I like that but i think you can also just slip it in like very nonchalantly like Mm -hmm. oh like what are you doing tonight i don't know i'm pretty jazzed up to go to this place and they're like whoa jazzed up and you're like yeah dude i'm fucking jazzed up bro what do you want
1: see to me that just takes the intensity up like what are you doing tonight let me tell you what i am jazzed to go to this place tonight
0: (laughs) what dude I, like I said, I agree, but I think there's another one where it's like there, it's smooth jazz, if you will, where you're like, you're snapping your finger and you're like, Hey, <laughs> pretty jazzed up tonight. You know what I'm saying?
1: All right. There you go.
0: So it's like one or the other, basically. It's like, you're just chilling or you're really jazzed up. <laughs> okay. 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 What's okay. the last one? So then my last one, I want to bring back, uh, yelling Yahtzee, <laughs> when, like just anything happens. Like you score a touchdown, you some guy hits like a big three, and you sort of pimp a home run, Yahtzee! <laughs> just do yes. I want that to be like the new thing that people yell.
1: Your new celebration, just uh, Yahtzee belt out Yahtzee.
0: Just whenever anything good happens, you get an email back. You just got a new job, Yahtzee! <laughs> <laughs> just whenever you want. I love it, dude. It's so simple, but it's so good, and nobody says it anymore. Just a good, solid Yahtzee.
1: I'll I'll take that. I will definitely take that. You you wake up. You're ready to start your job on this Monday. Yahtzee.
0: Oof, see that one? Now you're pushing it. Hey,
1: I'm it, just. It's I'm depending,
0: just. <laughs> I don't know if I'm waking up and yelling Yahtzee. I'm not I'll either, but that. I'm
1: saying if you gotta, if you gotta, you know, channel up that energy to get you through your Monday. Bang, I right think
0: there. it's, it's almost as you have to use it as a response to something. Like something has to happen and then you have to yell Yahtzee.
1: Could you imagine if you're just sitting in your office, like prior to the pandemic, when you're, when you're still in the office and it hits five o'clock on a Friday and the guy just stands up next to you and he's like, <laughs>
0: Yahtzee? Dude, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be like, I'd look at that guy and be like, let's go get beers. I love that you just said Yahtzee. <laughs>
1: Hey, I got I a great beer joint everything. down the road.
0: I got a good beer joint. Let's go, <laughs> let's go grab some beers at this nice joint I got down the road. Here we go. Yahtzee.
1: Yahtzee. Dude,
0: yes. I'm pretty jazzed up to go to this beer joint down the road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yahtzee. Yahtzee.
1: That's all Dude, three in I, one, yes. one sentence right there.
0: I I am bringing back yelling Yahtzee when something happens. When all something right. good happens. You just yell a nice Yahtzee.
1: Uh, next time we're watching an IU or Notre Dame football game together, someone scores a touchdown and it's dude, just Yahtzee.
0: Yahtzee. Yes, dude. When, when someone scores, when someone hits a big like three in a basketball game, when someone like jacks a home run, just a nice Yahtzee. <laughs> All
1: right. It's I like nice, that. dude. I like that.
0: It's, and it's like people, people are like kind of caught off guard by it a little bit, not going to lie. A they, nice Yahtzee, every yeah, once in a while, yeah. really gets you.
1: They might question so it at in, first, and then
0: I'll be like, "Why are you yelling Yahtzee?" And I'll, my response is, well, "Why aren't you yelling Yahtzee?" Boom. <laughs> so, little <laughs> conclusion. What am I bringing back? Slash starting. I don't really know if this has like been a thing or if I'm bringing it back. Yelling Yahtzee, whenever something good happens, calling a place a joint, and saying jazzed up.
1: That's Let's your homework back, on this baby. Monday. Bring all that back. You can do it as a listener. Bring it back. Let's go. <laughs> all right. That is where we are wrapping up today's Shed Some Light. Thank you everyone for making it this far. If you did make it this far, please give us that five star rating and review. We will give you the shout out on an upcoming episode. Also, as we talked about earlier, make sure you're following us on social media so that you can see these uh great tweets and instagrams that we've got coming out on instagram it is at shed some light pod twitter is at shed some light and you can always get a hold of us on email shed some light podcast at gmail.com we hope that this got you through your monday and you have a great fantastic spectacular week ahead we will catch you on wednesday for weird wednesday but in the meantime keep them cold keep them cold everyone